Welcome to One Tired Teacher, episode 123, how to jumpstart your STEM classroom with genius ideas using building bricks with Anita Goodwin. Today, I have a very special guest, Anita Goodwin, back on the podcast. She was on the podcast a year ago when we did STEMCon 2021 together, and now we are back together for STEMCon and beyond. I think I just said 2021, and I meant to say 2020. You know what I mean. This year is 2021. So she's back on the podcast, and she is talking all about some great ideas to do with building bricks, otherwise known as Legos. So Legos... Lego has like amazing things to use with kids, but often they don't want people to use their name in any kind of um, format. So we we will say building bricks throughout this show, but I want you to know what we're talking about. There are other building bricks, other companies that create building bricks. And so there's lots of choices out there, but I have to say that Lego is definitely my favorite. I, I don't know, just... It just has so many cool things. And we have a Lego world actually in Florida. So it is like, you know, crazy. It's fun. And it's really cool. My kids absolutely loved it when they were little. Anyway, so I'm excited to talk to you about some of these great ideas and also to tell you a little bit about STEMCon and beyond, which is the conference that is going on right now. It's still, we're still doing it. It's Monday. If you're listening to this, it's still happening. We still have this last day of the conference and then it will be over for 2021. I hope you stick around. Welcome to One Tired Teacher. And even though she may need a nap, this teacher is ready to wake up and speak her truth about the trials and treasures of teaching. Here she is, wide awake. Wait, she's not asleep right now, is she? She, she is awake, right? Okay. From Trina Debery Teaching and Learning, your host, Trina Debery. Hey, so we are in the middle of STEMCon 21. So it's super exciting. It's been an amazing experience. I'm going to talk all about it next week on the takeaways from STEMCon 2021. So if you didn't get a chance to, to come to it, you didn't get a chance to participate, then I'll give you some of the really cool takeaways that I took away from it. And you will get a little bit of information. But if you want to see it for yourself, because there is nothing like seeing it for yourself, then you can still join us. We are on the last day today. When this airs, it will be Monday. It will be on the last day. I'm recording this on a, on the Saturday. So it's happening right now. So I had to take a break from it so I could do the podcast. And then I'm going back to get some more information. So I'm like wide awake and excited and rejuvenated because day one was so cool. We had the best authors panel with my favorite author, Kobe Yamada, and then Chris. Oh, I always forget his last, his last name. I don't know why I can't remember. It's uh, what do you do if you, or how do, what do you do if you built a school? What do you do if you built a car or something like that? Those books, the, they're really cool. They're really cool books to use and in your classroom, especially in your STEM classroom, but in any classroom, because it gets kids thinking about possibilities and you know, being creative and coming up with solutions for, for different areas. And he just did the one on the school. So that's pretty cool. Anyway, and he talked about how that came to be, which was such a great story. So you 
want to for sure, for nothing else, that panel was so worth it. And then we gave away lots of prizes last night, one of which was worth $6,000. Ah, isn't that insane? And we're still giving that away. Like we have one more to give away. Um, I think we give it away today on Monday. So you want to register because it's so cool. And you don't have to, you, you don't wouldn't have missed anything. What you would do is you would get the all of the sessions and the lives and you would be able to watch it at your own pace. You have a year to watch it. So if you were waiting until the summer when you feel a little bit more refreshed and you're ready to be rejuvenated before you go back to school, then this is the perfect PD for you because it's like, you know, it's, it's inspiring. It's motivating. It's exciting. And we need some excitement. I really believe that this is one of the keys for us to get kids, you know, thinking and learning and motivated and engaged. And it's a one of the ways that we can actually push back in a system that feels really broken. But this is like some hope and a light and I am like running towards the light people. (laughs) So I hope that you will come running with me. And it's just it's really it's so worth the amount of money that you spend. And now it's a little bit more expensive because you miss some of the because we, you know, initially had the early bird special and then we had, you know, before registration. And so now it's a little bit more, but it's still so worth it because you get you get it back in the free materials that you get. And and then just everything that you learn. It's like, that's priceless. So it's, it's very exciting. And if you come on, hop on in today on the last day, then you have a chance to still earn some really cool prizes. I'm also giving away um, my, my course, my mastering makerspace course. I gave, I was, I gave four away at STEMCon. So for every day we pulled a winner and you get, you know, you win my course, which helps you set up a makerspace, get through makerspace without like totally losing your mind and spending every cent that you have. So you get that for free, which that alone is worth actually more than the conference. So that would be an exciting win. I would love to have you I'm opening that back up in July. So if you're, if you don't win and you're interested and you're refreshed and ready for something exciting, then I hope that you'll join me for that as well. And yeah, so I'm excited. Anyway, all right. I am ready to talk to Anita Goodwin. She is going to talk to us all about building bricks and being inspired with building bricks. And this is a short episode today. So it's just a really quick little episode talking about some ideas that you can use with building bricks. But Anita is, she's so fun. She's, she's a second grade teacher and she is like, she comes up with the coolest ideas. She has a shop on TPT, which I'll link to in the show notes. And she does really cool things with green screen and stop motion. And it's like, ah, so cool. Love to be a student in her classroom. All right, let's take a listen and get on with the show. So I'm so excited to have Anita Goodwin here today from Goodwinovate, and she is back on the podcast. She was here almost a year ago talking. I know. Isn't that crazy? I I can't believe it's been a year. You were on like, I think it was episode 74. I feel like it was like 74. I know. And now it's like, we're way past the hundreds. So it's a, it's a crazy, yeah, it's crazy. So anyway, welcome back, Anita. Thank you. (laughs) 
thank you for being here. All right. So Anita and I are re also returning to one of our favorite things, STEMCon, and it's STEMCon 2021 this year. Yes. <laughs> Super exciting. And Anita will be presenting as will I, and it's going to be an incredible experience. So today, Anita and I are talking about using Legos or building bricks for STEM projects. So that is exciting. All right. I, this is one of my, like this tool is one of my favorite things to put in, especially like in a makerspace or something like that, because you can do so many things with them. So, so talk a little bit about why, why Legos, why building bricks? I just think the ideas are endless. In fact, my kids have little boxes in the mornings that they use and they have Lego bricks in them. They each have their own and there's some Lego people and just bricks. And I'm just amazed. There's not very many. They're like in one of those little crayon box that you get at Walmart. Uh -huh. And it's just this little amount in there and they just come up with the most amazing things. And that can just be something they do for their morning time. So I just think oh, the creativity that. is endless with Lego bricks. Yeah, for so sure. What do they, do they, um, is it like a soft start? Is that how they're like? Yeah, in? I kind of use it as a soft start. And now like as the year goes on, we add a few other things to they can do along with the Lego bricks, but that's what they seem to mostly choose. It's because they kind of trickle in, mm -hmm. in the morning. So we don't do anything that's real strenuous. And I don't really, I have one-to-one -one iPads, but I tell them, I don't really like them to be they screen time. I like worry mm -hmm. about too much screen time. So I want them to be doing something that's kind of thinking and getting their brain going a little bit in the morning. So they can be on their iPads to do like making a book or, or writing like book creator, mm -hmm. but I don't want them to just like sit and watch a video or do something that's like just taking the technology in. I want them to be creating with it or, yeah. or getting their juices flowing. Yeah. I, that's cool. I love that. I think mm -hmm. soft starts. I think that is such a, so fascinating. Like I, I never thought of that when I was in the classroom, it's been a while now since I've been in the classroom, it was probably like almost seven years ago. So it's been a little while. And, um, I, as soon as I learned about that, I am like, this is something that I would have totally done in my classroom. And I wish that I had, and I look back at so many kids came to my mind when I first heard about it. And I, I, I'm thinking, look at all these kids that it would have been so much better off if they had started their day in this, in this manner and this way where they can kind of acclimate to the day. I love that. Mm -hmm. And it, and they kind of talked to each other too. And I thought, well, this other years I would have like as many boxes for the kids and then they would just be able to take a different box every day. But today mm -hmm. we have since of co because of COVID and everything, they each have their own. So they don't, the boxes are pretty much the same every day, but they like always are coming up with new things with the same Legos. So that's, that's so, so cool. Exciting. Okay. So like, how many do you put in there? Like, where do they start? Do they have, and you put um, them in crayon boxes. Everyone has yeah, their own. and the, Everyone has their own. I have like a little um, kind of to go container, like a takeout container with a lid, plastic lid. I got at Dollar General. And then I put those in there, but they have some other things that we use for math manipulatives and things. So they just are kind of in there with that stuff. And then they each have their own number on them and can take them out and put them away. So when announcements start, then they know they're supposed to clean up and put them back away. That's so cool. All right. So that's a great idea. So we can use them as a soft start. What is another thing that, that teachers can do with Legos or any type of like building bricks? 
Right. We, we like to do a lot of um, things with the green screen with ours. Mm. So we will use the, the stick people, or I'm sorry, the, the little people, and we will put them on a stick and have it be kind of like a puppet for a puppet show, or they have any scene in the background. It can be a Lego scene or a, just another picture. And we've done some projects that way the kids love. So maybe we have a little space one in their projects about space. And they're talking about the facts that they learned and researched. And they're, it's like their little Lego person is telling the facts. That's so we've cool. done that. They like to do stop motion. Stop motion is kind of a fun one to do. We use, mm-hmm. we use that a lot for STEM. I think that's really fun to do with um, the Legos. And then just building uh, backgrounds or things for that they can actually be in is kind of fun. I talk a little bit about that in my session and kind of show a sample of how you can get into the Lego scene yourself as a kid and kind of walk around the green screen and and be in the scene. So, Oh, I love that. Oh, I haven't seen that. Yeah. So that's in my session. That's at SEMCON. And then I think just even um, like we've done tallest tower challenges or different, Mm -hmm. um, things in that sense, which where we use Legos and other things kind of to see which one we can get, you know, do better with, or which one is as a better tower and that kind of thing. That's so cool. I love that. That uh, those are really great ideas. What about, um, do you ever have them like specifically follow those Lego directions, like go through that little, yeah. That's funny you asked that. Um, I got some really good ones here at the Dollar General just not that long ago. And I know they have a lot of times the kits that have been, um, I guess they're out of stock or something and they don't sell them other places, Mm -hmm. but they had some with the gears and I thought these will be really cool. And we had some party money that we were allowed to spend. And I just thought I'm going to use it for for my class for Legos because we can use it for like a gift for the kids or whatever, but they use it for indoor recess then. So the kids have been loving those there. There was like a helicopter they had to make, you know, with the gears and it made it spin. So I feel like that's kind of sciencey too. And there was an orangutan that would swing on a swing and uh, like a little carousel. There was just some really cool little ones and they were having really a lot, a lot of fun following the directions on those. So yeah, just for an inside recess with, with the Legos, but yeah, that's fun too. And you know, I think it's so interesting that those directions to be honest with you, mm-hmm. cause I mean, I remember when my nephew first started doing Legos, I mean, he was very little, I swear he was like two years old and he would look at those books and I, and I'm watching him. I mean, now he's like nine, but I, I'm, I would watch him and I would think you're like, you're basically reading, like you're, mm-hmm. you're following pictures and you're figuring out how to do this. And he was so I'm, I mean, I thought that was incredible. I just thought it was so, such an incredible thing to do at such a young age. I mean, now, and he builds, you know, massive things now, but he yeah. was building all kinds of things, even at that age and just like following those directions. And I just, and sometimes even when I'm doing it, cause well, when I do it with him, I can't, he would only allow me to sort the Legos. Like I, <laughs> I wasn't yeah, allowed to build. Yeah. I was only allowed to sort. And then when he got a little older and I'm like, listen here, Falcon, like I'm going to build too. <laughs> yes. His name is Falcon. And, Aww. um, and so then he would let me build, but I thought those, some of those directions were kind of hard. So I think that's I funny. Agree. <laughs> yeah. I know I, I've built, built a few things here lately and I sometimes feel like, like watching those Lego masters and things. I'm like, I don't know how they can come up with this stuff out of their head because they do have to work with Legos a lot to be able to think of those things. But I think that's a great start for them to follow the directions to begin with, even yeah. to help with their creativity. 
that you can yeah. see kids that have used it a lot or are much better at it. Yes. I think that's interesting because you're right. They figure out how to make things look mm-hmm. like it's curved and they figure out how to, you know, where, where to add wheels and where to add whatever. And it's, it really right. is fascinating to me. I had a student at my school, even last year when I was a student support specialist and he, he was on the autism spectrum and he could make, I don't even know why that is relevant, but he could make such unbelievable things. Like he came to school and he had, he had like the hinges or whatever. So it had, he had created like this giant, like walking rabbit kind of thing. Yeah, It was incredible. And I just couldn't get over and the design of it too. Like it was all like color coordinated. So it was like the top part was red and then underneath it had like a silver vest. And then the back part, it was like really unbelievable. Yeah. And I just remember thinking, wow. And what did like, I don't know. That almost seems like, I feel like you're kind of using both sides of your brain in that aspect. Yeah, I think so. I think that is a lot with the Lego. I have um, Lego story starters, um, or they used to have a thing that they sold that were Lego story starters. And so the kids would build with the Legos and then make a story. So I felt like that was kind of a cool thing to do because they're doing some of both and they would make some things that I hadn't even thought of with, you know, the sets that we had. It was just you know, there weren't any directions for those. So they would have to come up with their own thing and like roasting a marshmallow on the stick. I just thought I didn't even think of that and making it with the fire and everything. So yeah, that, that was kind of neat things, That's which cool. I see I now in kids, but I never saw it back then when the kids were doing it. So, yeah, I never, I've never heard of that Lori, a mm-hmm. Lego starter kit. I mean, story. Yeah. Starter. I don't think they make them anymore, but it was pretty, it oh. was a pretty neat, I had seen it at a conference years ago, but I think you can do your own. They'll make up just put some together, you know, some kits and they can do that, make up and their then, own. Yeah. Then they're, they are creating a story after they have made Yeah. Them. They wrote a story out. They, they created the Legos and, um, they were like the pictures to go along with the story and then they had a story with it. So Ooh, that was really neat. That's cool. I know but that I thought, you, oh, oh go on. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. I thought of another one too, that we did that was really fun with the Legos for the STEM project. We did Lego boats and then their, their goal was to see that they could make a boat that didn't sink. Mm. And then um, they had to put just little Lego pieces, maybe like the, we had some of the food and some just tiny pieces. Mm. They had to fill up their Lego boat and we could see how many little pieces they could get on before it would sink. Uh. So they had a lot of fun with that one. Yeah, that's really cool. I love the um, boat floating like basically challenge, but I don't, I've never thought about doing it with Legos. So yeah. I think that was, really, yeah. as you say, it was challenging to get them for the, a boat that wouldn't sink that, you know, that would not tip over and start uh-huh. going up water right away. So that was the first part. And then they'd say, can we try again? Can we try again? Cause I'd have to, you know, let each of the kids try their boats and then they'd watch and then they'd get ideas from the other kids. So that was really fun. We, we did that in groups and they would, can we work on our boat some more and see if we can get it so that it doesn't sink? And I'm like, yes, go back and try again. So they really were motivated by other people's boats working and there's yes. not work to and get it. Not to not sink. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I think that would be so much more fun. I used to use clay. We did mm-hmm. it with clay and then, um, but then it would get all, you know, it was like that art, that clay yes. that you get from art and it would get all gross in the water. would. <laughs> Get yeah. <laughs> and that then, was and nice they'd be like, mine is melting. Yeah. <laughs> dry out really 
easily. You just lay them on paper towels and they all dried out. <laughs> yeah, I think that's great. So those are really some really good ideas to use with Legos. Like you can do a, a you know a soft start and using them with a story start. I love that. I think using them in a makerspace or using for STEM challenge. Those are those are creative, fun ways that they can do. They can do yeah. it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that's pretty short, but I think that um, you gave some really good information and some tips on things that people can do and try in their classroom. And I cannot wait to see your session because I know you do a lot with green screen too. I think that's yeah. cool to make backgrounds. I was going to say the one session, it, they're both on green screen, but the one is on three different ways to use your Lego um, or building bricks in your green screen projects. So mm, that'll be fun to check that out. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Can, uh, I think that's really cool. And I, and the stop motion, that's a really great idea as well. Yeah, we've, the kids have a lot of fun with those. And I showed them some different Lego stop motions online that other people have done. And we mm -hmm. talk, we, we always do the one where they can walk the Lego people and they've done them with the vehicles. They love making the little cars and, and making those with stop motion too. So yes. Yes, I have a I have another student that made me think of that would that that would come and we I almost had like I didn't really have a specific makerspace in my office last year, but I did have like a bookshelf with stuff on it and I had Legos and he and then I would buy the Lego sets for him because he would he he would that's how he kind of calmed down. So mm -hmm. we did Legos. I I ended up like flipping it and being the reward basically. And he would come to my office and do Legos when he needed a break and when he needed to talk about things. He would talk so much more about what was going on in his life while we were building as opposed yeah. to us just kind of sitting there talking. And it was it was like a it was an, an incredible experience with with that and with him like it was fun. <laughs> That's funny you mentioned that because our principal has that in her office and she'll oftentimes give gives that to kids to calm down or to be able to talk with her about things. Yeah. She it has works. little sets. Yeah. Yeah. And then they, yeah. As I say, they do have some down there in the office too for kids sometimes that are having issues with other kids at recess and just getting along mm -hmm. that they take a break and just do Legos for some recesses till they can <laughs> try yeah. to handle it again with the other kids. Yeah, that's good. That's one of my my goals in my makerspace at school is I want a Lego wall. And I wanted that in my original makerspace too, which was a couple of years ago in a different school. And I had this whole plan and I was so excited about it. And now actually we just did this um, thing at my school just, just yesterday called Jump for Fun. And we, for just the special area teachers and we raised a significant amount of money. And so now Great. I'm, I'm going to be able to get, like, I'm going to be able to do it. So I'm excited. I'm super excited. Cool. <laughs> I had um, a little Lego wall on my desk. Um, Creative QT, the company sells magnetic Lego base plates. Cool. And my, I loved it because my desk was magnetic. So I, I don't have it this year because of COVID, but I definitely want to get that back. And so that I just put the pieces on the side of my desk and the kids often use it for spelling to practice spelling words. Yeah. They could spell out their words with Legos and they could build stuff on it too during inside recess and things. But yeah, that was a fun area to have. That's cool to have it with the mag, like magnet with the magnet. Mm -hmm. I think that's really, that's a great idea. I mean, you could do it on a, like your filing cabinet and all, mm -hmm. all kinds of things. Yes, for yeah. sure. Yeah. My kids would have loved that. All right. Well, Anita, thank you so much as always. It's, I always get so much information from you. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for having me. 
And thank you much so much for sticking around. I hope that you got some great takeaways from that. If you want to hear more, then you're definitely going to want to join us at STEMCon and beyond, STEMCon 2021. Super exciting, lots and lots more information, and it is yours for a year. So don't miss it because it's going to go away soon and you won't be able to purchase it anymore. So you definitely want to grab it. I will link to it in the show notes. You can also find it at trinadebryteachingandlearning.com slash STEMCon2021. One word, STEMCon2021. Hope to see you there. Until next time, sweet dreams and sleep tight. <laughs>